the flavors are phenomenal. They are very effective. And they, I mean, they're just awesome. They make on the go options, shakes, everything you could need to be healthy and fit and hit your goals and everything on the road. It's a must. And you just with having higher quality products, you have less stomach issues. It, there's just the quality of the product is probably number one. Number two, the people at First Form and in the First Form Outdoor Group, absolutely phenomenal people, always uplifting, always positive. They want you to succeed. What is going on? Hope you're having a fantastic start to the year 2024. Here for the next two weeks, every single day, you're going to get to hear a story from someone in the First Form Outdoors crew, everyone from the West Coast to the East Coast, North to South, everything in between, bass fishermen, professional bass fishermen, bird hunters, archers, rifle hunters, everything in between, guys, just outdoorsmen in general, outdoorsmen and women. I want you to understand why they have chosen First Form and First Form Outdoors as their company for supplementation, for nutrition, for workouts, and more just an outstanding community and why we want you to be a part of it. So not just from me, but from everyone in the crew, again, from all walks of life and everything outdoors that they really enjoy. You're going to find a story that you can relate with, if not more than one. And I hope you enjoy each one of these stories. Here we go. Let's kick off the new year right. And if you want to join us at First Form Outdoors on the Facebook group, the link is down below. If you have any questions about supplementation from the protein sticks to the meat sticks, guys, those are my favorite snacks when we're out and about. Also, energy drinks, if that's your thing. We've got everything from post-workout shakes to in the app that's less than $20 a month, guys. You get a one-on-one -on -one advisor. You get someone to help walk you through your nutrition, someone that will hop on live and not just give you a cookie cutter routine, but something to check in with you on a regular basis so you can accomplish your goals here in 2024. Let's get this started off right with the First Form Outdoors crew. Here we go. Hope you enjoy this conversation today and for the next two weeks. Let me know what you think. Have a great day. And of course, get out, live your life, and love it. Welcome back, everyone, to this week of First Form Outdoors, why you should join First Form Outdoors from different perspectives, from the West Coast to the East Coast, North and South, from hunters to now anglers, and uh, many other things in between, guys. If you are just into the outdoors at all, this is some uh, different, I guess, observations or different perspectives as to why you should be a part of First Form Outdoors, and not just from me but from other people in the community as well. So with that being said, we've got Andrew Banky, and Andrew is Bass Master and EQ Angler. I'm going to mess that yeah. up. Yeah, okay, you're perfect. Good. I got it right. Yes. I know. It's a long title just yeah. for a guy who goes out and catches bass. <laughs> well, so we've got, I brought Andrew on because again, I know as you can tell just from me introducing him, I know nothing about fishing other than I like top water bass fishing and That's trout not. fishing and I suck at both of them, but they're fun. Other than that, I don't know anything as far as terminologies and all of that stuff. I stick with a Skeeter pop, which I don't even know if you know what that is. That's not even the official term. It's a, it's the one that's on the top of the water and you kind of jerk it every once in a while. It makes yeah. like a gurgling sound. Some sort of popper. 
Yeah, yeah. I just my grandpa called him Skeeter Pop, so that's yeah. what, that's what, that's what I use. Uh, and outside of that, I know nothing about angling. So, all right, uh, on, with man. that, we've got we've got Andrew on because I want Andrew to give you guys a perspective from. Uh, again, we've had whitetail hunters on, western hunters, bird hunters, and just someone from maybe you're sitting there thinking, well, bass fishermen are just on a boat. Uh, they've got cool technology. They cast and reel and cast and bring it back in and all this stuff, but they don't really do a lot of why do they need to train their bodies physically and have their nutrition dialed? So for that, I bring Andrew on to be able to discuss that with you guys. But first, Andrew, for people that don't know who you are, who are you in a nutshell? Well, my name is Andrew Banky. Uh, I, like you said, I'm a Bassmaster Open ZQ angler. I've been fishing competitively uh, for bass for the past, oh gosh, I got to think, like 17 years, uh, all the way from 14, all the way up. I worked through the ranks from smaller clubs in the state of Wisconsin, all the way up to regional events and to national events. And last year was my first year on tour traveling the country, fishing for bass all over, basically from southern florida all the way up to here in wisconsin that's awesome that's really cool yeah i uh i've got a buddy that's really big into bass fishing and he probably should have gone out which i didn't realize this but there are actual bass fishing teams in college mm -hmm. so for people that really enjoy fishing out there um i don't know how much of my audience is big into fishing but maybe you could get your kids into getting into fishing so that they can go win scholarships and uh yeah and and travel different lakes fishing for bass it's, but uh it's a really good thing that's coming around in the sport the past couple of years they've even got uh, high school fishing now too mm -hmm. uh good friend of mine's little brother marshall robinson his little brother mitchell robinson won the high school national championship over on uh wow. it was on hartwell this year and it massive tournament tons of participation and the cool part about those events is you're in the boat with another another kid, so you get to fish with somebody. You have a boat captain with you, and you just get to go out and experience so much, and you mm -hmm. learn so much more just being out on the water. The key is more time on the water, the more situations you see, the more you're able to adapt, and you'll catch more fish. Yep. No, it's, I mean, it sounds very similar to hunting. You just got to figure out where they're at and, and then go after mm -hmm. them. Uh, you know, it's... It's real interesting because so I grew up in North Carolina, which I hear there's a lot of good fishing around Raleigh, um, right there in uh, <laughs> yeah, right there NC State. I guess they have one of the better fishing teams in the nation. Yeah. Uh, is that yeah? Okay, so yeah, I'm not there, completely out of date. No, the Southeast is full of really good colleges uh, that are good in the bass fishing. I mean. I, I got to think of a couple off the top. Auburn is always a player. Mm. Uh, they've been a, there's been a couple really big names come out of Auburn. Uh, I got to think Montebello is another one that comes to mind. Um, there, there's a bunch of Bethel. Can't forget mm. Bethel. That's like the powerhouse in college bass fishing right mm. now. So that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's that's pretty awesome. wild. It's become really, really big, and you see a lot of people take their college angling to the next level fishing in the opens to qualify for the Bassmaster elites, which is the top tour for the Bassmaster side. And mm -hmm. I competed against a bunch of people in the major league fishing invitationals uh, that were all college anglers trying to get to the top side of major league fishing, which is the Bass Pro Tour. So it's a great catalyst to get you going in the right direction. 
and not only the fishing side, but the business side too, because a lot of those schools have, have affiliations with companies. So you could talk to potential sponsors, talk with other anglers, you know, just kind of get the whole picture of what's going on in the bass fishing industry. I get that. That's awesome. That's uh that, that's huge because honestly, um, you know, just for people knowing that, you know, they can they can kind of take that information and and look at more, I guess, look up more information. I've got a buddy that he just loves bass fishing. That's kind of his piece. So he might not mm-hmm. have enjoyed competing with it as much. Um, yeah. He he was a he was a college wrestler. He went up to Wisconsin on scholarship and wrestled um, and then went back and he's a coach at North Carolina State. And he said nice. he'll 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 bring his fishing gear with him to work because there's i guess a couple good lakes right there right around north carolina state university that he'll just disappear to and uh and that's his that's his piece so yeah um he's like i can't tell you exactly where it is he's like i'll bring you out here but uh, i can't tell you where it is because then people will go blow up my spots i'm not saying it on here no (laughs) exactly exactly uh but no that that's awesome so i guess for people out there um what is and i kind of even want to know this like what is your purpose in training because like i could see you want to have good like arm movement and and mobility good forearms uh and and good shoulder movement right Mm -hmm. uh but outside of that like what what kind of training do you do to get prepared for these long days on the water um another thing that's really important too is just uh core strength Mm. and your back too because you're on your feet like Mm. competitive bass fishing is not your cast a bobber out sit there and wait (laughs) you're on your feet it is like i'm drinking caffeine Mm. (laughs) all day because you're on the go i mean you got to break down massive bodies of water in a very Mm. short amount of time for these tournaments um, so you're on your feet, you're casting a ton, I mean, thousands and thousands of casts a day. And really the kind of training that I do might be a little unorthodox for a lot of guys. I know a lot of guys who fish competitively that like to run. They're more of like your marathon runners, uh, to basically just condition their body to putting in a lot of work in long periods of time. Um, uh, I like to just lift heavy. I mean, that's kind of my thing. I like the more power lift not power lifting but bodybuilding kind of stuff Hmm. more for the mind game of it i look at it this way it's really hard to get up sometimes when it's super cold outside i mean just like hunting you know you're going out when the conditions are cold maybe not ideal but you gotta go because you don't know what the day is going to hold so you take advantage of every minute that you can you gotta make a lot of hard choices in the days of being a fisherman and being competitive, I mean, is it easy to sleep in? Yes, but you can't. If you really want to be competitive, you got to do things that other people aren't willing to do. So I kind of take that into the gym and really push myself to do things that are hard, just so when those hard tasks come throughout the season, no matter really what it is, it makes it not easier, but the decision to do it is just more of an instinct. I mean, it comes down to small little things like, would it be easier just to keep tying the same or throwing the same bait after you nicked it on some rocks? Yeah, but sit down and retie. It's just the discipline aspect of it, making the harder choice, doing the things that may seem inconvenient. Um, 
just to maximize your time and your efforts to get the best results that you can. Wow. That's, that's cool. That's a good way to put it. Um, cause I, I don't see a lot of in the professional side of things anyway, you don't see a lot of out of shape guys that are up on the boat. And Not I didn't really. know if that was because you guys just don't eat because you're out there fishing <laughs> so much. Or... That, that could be part of it. That could be part of it. <laughs> you're so focused on, on it, but no, I, I, I figured it just like in just about any professional sport, Mm-hmm. Um, they, there's, there's some level of physicality to it and you guys train to a certain degree. And so yeah. it is interesting to hear how, uh, you know, a bass fisherman would train, um, yeah. you know, in, in, in this setting. So that, that's really cool. Yeah. Um, I had a, I had a buddy of mine, uh, his name is Randy Howell. He's a Bassmaster classic champion, mm-hmm. really good friends with them. Uh, we were down on Lake Okeechobee last year and he told me a story back when Bassmaster was associated with ESPN. They did studies just to see how many calories on average an angler would burn during a competition day. So they had them rigged up with uh, like heart monitors and everything. And they went off a bunch of different anglers, not just like your, you know, scrawny guys. They went all different sizes of anglers, all different weights and everything. And they Mm -hmm. said on average during competition, a professional angler is burning plus or minus 4,000 calories a day. So that was another aspect that kind of comes into it too. Just along with living a healthy and active lifestyle, you value nutrition. And that is like why I have level one bars and the protein sticks and I'm making protein shakes just to try and keep, I mean, it is really hard. Let's, let's be honest. Like I'm on the go nonstop. It's hard to make your macro goals every single day on the water, but just continuously trying to eat something, keep your body fueled, helps your mind work better helps the rest of your body work better and helps you make those difficult decisions that you got to make mm-hmm. on the water every day. Gotcha. No, that makes sense. I, uh, man, I, I just, yeah, it's, it's hard to, it's hard to think about being on the water. I mean, I would just burn to a crisp. I'd be one of those guys that needs to be <laughs> yeah. like, this is the only thing you can see of me mm-hmm. out on the water. Cause I just yep. get, I would get toasted. Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> but no, yeah, it, you, you know, that with, with that very fair skin. I, I do. I do. Yeah, it's bad. Um, my forearms and my face are really the only things that don't get sunburnt anymore because they're, they're yeah. used to it. But everything else, man, it's bad. But uh, yep. yeah, like I was walking around Total Archery Challenge and I had a lightweight, one of those lightweight hoodies on. And like, I felt fine. I didn't feel like I was sweating any more than normal. But people yeah. were looking at me like, man, aren't you hot? I'm like, actually, no, they make this cool technology that uh, mm-hmm. doesn't, it actually helps keep you cool. And yeah. it doesn't sunburn, so I'm good. Yeah, Thank they all you. have like <laughs> SPF like 35 to 50 mm-hmm. now in those things. It's oh, yeah. they're nice. I you have to. I mean, so I live in Wisconsin, and mm-hmm. my first tournament's down in South Florida on Lake Okeechobee. Mm-hmm. Same as it was for me last year. So layering up and making sure you're protecting yourself from the sun is a must. Because if I go down there and just like in a t-shirt, I will be burnt to a crisp in like an hour. <laughs> it takes no time at all. Oh, so yeah, yeah I, I'm the same way, man. I got to layer up. I wear the long sleeves. I'll wear pants when I can, you know, just to, the last thing I want to do when I'm out there is get burnt and then make the rest mm-hmm. of the week miserable. <laughs> you know? Exactly. It's like, you can sweat a little bit, deal with a little bit of sweat to not be yep. sunburned. Exactly. I hear you. Yep. I hear you on and that this, this time of year down in Florida, it's not so bad. I mean, it's a little bit cooler in the mornings, middle of the day, obviously it depends. I mean, it can get up to 80 some degrees. 
Right. But then it starts to cool off again, and it's all good. You're fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> yeah. It's all oh, that's good. That's awesome. Yeah. That's cool, man. So I guess uh, just for, for the people out there listening, uh, and then from your perspective, being a, a northern angler that travels the country, is always on the move, always on the go, uh, what, what drew you to first form? Why, when there's so many other options as far as supplement companies or outdoors communities, why first form and first form outdoors for you? Give me your top three reasons for if someone walked up to you now and just said, hey, I'm getting started. I love bass fishing or I love getting in the outdoors. I see you're with first form and first form outdoors. Give me your elevator pitch of, you know, maybe not even that short, but three top three <laughs> things. Why first form outdoors? Why I should look into that? Well, I would say number one, all of the products that first form offers, they speak for themselves. Uh, the flavors are phenomenal. They are very effective. And they, I mean, they're just awesome. They make on the go options, shakes, everything you could need to be healthy and fit and hit your goals and everything on the road. It's a must. And you just with having higher quality products, you have less stomach issues. It, there's just the quality of the product is probably number one. Number two, the people at First Form and in the First Form Outdoor Group absolutely phenomenal people always uplifting always positive they want you to succeed that that is the biggest thing is they they are in it for you and i mean what what else could you ask for from somebody like they're not out to just i mean obviously they're a business you know they're out to make money but they want you to succeed number one first and foremost that is exactly it and number three for me i mean the mentality of everybody is the same bunch of go-getters we're driven we want to succeed we want to help people succeed kind of the same i mean it kind of piggybacks off of number two the mentality of the people is it's the same with for me i guess i mean that's a pretty crappy one two and three but no <laughs> like i mean it just one, reiterates again yeah right just reiterates <laughs> the the community aspect of it because that's exactly. something that a lot of a lot of people you know you go get a a protein powder or a pre-workout because it looks cool or because some professional uses it or, right. uh, you know, whatever. And that's cool and all, but mm -hmm. there's yeah. a lot of things that go into the first form community. And, and as people, you know, this is going out the first week and I might have to split this into two weeks with how many people we've got coming on this, yeah. but, <laughs> uh, you know, get, getting, getting into the first form outdoors community, uh, is going to be key for people as they're starting their journey back up. A lot of people go into that new year's resolution, new year, new me mentality, and that's yep. cool and all, but we don't want you to have to do that again in 2025. No. We want it to be 2024 and then you bring it. It's a new lifestyle for you. And then when 2025 rolls around, guess what? You can have a different new year's resolution than you've yeah. had in the last five years. You know, yeah. you, can, yeah, you can have a different one than yeah. just fitness because you've yeah. created a lifestyle around it that is maintainable. And now mm -hmm. you can move on instead yep. of the constant rat race of, right. Oh, I'm going to gain, I'm going to lose the weight. I lost two or, you know, maybe 10 pounds in those three months. And then I'm going to stop going to the gym, going to enjoy my summer and, you know, hot girl yeah. summer, whatever, whatever. you dude, like yeah. shirtless dude summer, whatever it is. And yep. then you get your, you start bulking. And you get yeah. your winter body and then, you know, you're back on again, circle right. over and over and over it's again. It's a continuous cycle that mm -hmm. we, as a whole community, we want to see you break that cycle. Mm -hmm. We want to see it just basically flatline. Like you just mm -hmm. continue on your fitness journey throughout the year. 
And I even say like, everybody's talking their 2024 resolution start right now. Mm-hmm. Why not now? What, what's making you wait to the beginning mm-hmm. of the year? Exactly. The hardest part in anything like this is getting started. Once you get started and you stay consistent with it and discipline yourself to stay consistent with it, it just becomes part of your life and it makes it that much easier to do. Exactly. I mean, it's kind of funny. Like I find it sometimes difficult to talk about fitness because it's just something that I've done for so long. It's just part of who I am. It's what I do. Mm -hmm. I try to eat clean. I stay in the gym. I stay active. I'm on the go. No matter what I'm trying to do, I'm always on the go. It's just part of who I am. So sometimes bringing it up in conversation is, can be difficult. And I want to see that happen to other people too. I want them to be very passionate about it, but it just to be part of who they are and what they do. Mm -hmm. Exactly. No, I I agree with you on that. It's something that it's, it's something that people need to just, I don't know. You got to break that cycle. That's really what it boils down to. And we've all been there. We've all had those moments where, where we, we cycle through and we fall into the temptation of whatever it is, but there's always, I'm I'm just going to break it to you. There's always a holiday. There's always mm-hmm. something going on yep. that will break you from your nutrition cycle. And and we're not saying that you have to be eating like, uh, I don't know, Ronnie Coleman or someone no. like that, super strict chicken, broccoli, and rice every meal. But right. instead of having five pieces of pie, maybe have a smaller one piece of pie. Mm-hmm. Maybe instead of eating half the cake, eat a quarter of the piece of cake, enjoy the community aspect of the party rather mm-hmm. than feeling like you have to be shoving your face full of food or empty calories with alcohol, things yeah. like that. Maybe have a beer instead of 10 beers. I don't right. drink. So I would say just don't have any alcohol and enjoy the party yeah. because everyone else is getting <laughs> drunk and it's funny to watch, but yeah. you know, <laughs> just, that, <laughs> but, but that's, you know, just everything. That's what we, we, we communicate with the outdoors branch of first form because it is still first form. It's just, yeah. we're reaching out and meeting people where they're at, which as an outdoors community, you know, the whitetail hunter that goes to camp and wants to drink with their buddies. And that's why Mm -hmm. they go to camp. And then if they kill a deer, they kill a deer. That's awesome. Or people like yourself that just enjoy angling and they don't want to have to worry about their nutrition constantly. Um, We want to meet you where you are. You don't have to look like a gym rat. You don't have to have shredded six, eight pack, you know, going on. If you want to cool, we're here to help you with that too. But You don't need that to enjoy the outdoors. We just want you to experience more of the outdoors, to live a happier, healthier, more successful life, and be able to share that with your great grandkids one day. That's exactly That's what we want. Yeah, that's exactly it. The more healthy you are, the more time you can spend outside, not feel fatigued, and carry it on for generations and generations. That's exactly it. I mean, let's just think, I'm just trying to picture the worst case scenario for an angler. You are in a hot spot you found where they're all at where all the big bass are and mm-hmm. by big bass i don't mean the big bass that have weights in their stomach but actual big bass <laughs> shots fired at people out there that maybe cheat like that but oh you cheaters out man, there. Pay attention I, I didn't even now. know that i didn't even know that was a thing until i saw it i'm like are you kidding me oh my yeah. gosh that's ridiculous no, you it's... like it's so easy to just cut a fish open and see it's it's got weights yep. in it. but yeah, i know anyway Long story short, I just, yeah, I had to throw that out there because I just had to throw the jab, but um, you know, you're, you're, you're in a hot spot where there's the big bass, they're biting, they're getting after it. Uh, you're, you're in your happy place and then you throw your back out or 
you know, you, you've been standing all day. So your, your feet are sore. You got bad circulation. You start getting lightheaded. Um, your, your, I don't know, maybe your sugar drops because you're overweight and you've developed diabetes, not necessarily that you were born with it. I always get the two mixed up type one, type two, but you've yeah, developed one, it because two. of, yeah, you've developed yeah. it instead of being born with it. You've developed it because of your poor choices of nutrition and yeah. you have to sit down and you can't cast anymore. That would be awful. Yeah. And then also and- being able to be that grandpa that takes your kids out. Like I love, you know, I, my grandpa's had a couple health scares. Um, and he's gotten better, but, yeah. uh, it, it's, it's fun for us. It's a highlight of our summer when we, as grandkids and now great grandkids get picked to go out on the boat with granddaddy and spend mm-hmm. a morning or an evening, whether we catch something or not, which we usually do, but even the yeah. days that we don't, and we're just out there casting and get snagged on trees and stuff. It's so much fun to mm-hmm. do that. And if you're not healthy and take care of yourself, you're not able to get out and trust that you will survive even just going out on a boat on a calm lake. Right. Yep. That's, that's something that's that pretty much that, it. Yeah. You want I've to seen be able it a to lot. do. I've, I've seen it quite a bit with people. They, I mean, their joints just wear out. They don't take care of themselves. They're not trying to practice on like, or, you know, stretch flexibility, that kind of stuff. Uh, I've seen people that can only stand for four hours and they have to sit when I, when I first started fishing with them, they could stand all day, fish all day, 10, 12 hours. And now it's like four to six hours on a boat. They're gassed. They can't go out for another couple of days because they have to recover because they were on their feet mm-hmm. that long. It's like, I don't know if you just do something, just walk, start, start something, just walk 45 minutes a day, hour and a half, whatever you can, just get some mm-hmm. movement in. Do some simple stretches, some simple forearm stretches, arm stretches, leg stretches, just and anything just to get your body moving. And it all helps in the end. It really does. Mm-hmm. It makes a big, big difference. Exactly. And I, Small... I mean, I've seen. Go ahead. I, I've just seen it too. It's like I took a trip down to Gunnersville. This was a couple of years ago. And I was down there for a week. And I was out there from sunup to sundown every single day. And another thing that comes with nutrition is your body just learns how to recover really quickly. So those long days were not fatiguing to me, whereas to some people, they're like, I can't spend five, six days out on the lake all day long. Like their back's going to hurt, their feet, ankle, like whatever, the list goes on. But that's just it. Like I'm able to spend that much time out there because I take care of myself. And I want to pass that message on to other people because I don't care if you're a tournament fisherman, if you're a diehard duck hunter, deer hunter, elk hunter, anything you want to do outside. If you don't keep yourself in shape, you're not going to be able to see some of the incredible things that everybody can see. And exactly. I think everybody should be able to see those things like beautiful sunrises, sunsets. I mean, a bull elk coming across the top of the hill, you know bass jumping in the sunrise you know something like that i think everybody should be able to experience that stuff exactly i mean 100 yeah i mean god's creation is a beautiful thing and i want everybody to be able to see as much of it as they can exactly it's something that you know you don't think about it until it's right there in your face whether it be old age uh something that you could have prevented obviously there's there's things that you can't prevent and and unwanted circumstances will happen every once in a while. But the things that are in your control with nutrition, you know, again, people keep bringing up 
Like if you listen to Dave Ramsey or whoever talking about if you put a small amount in in your 20s versus having to put more in in your 40s, like mm-hmm. triple the amount in in your 40s so that you can get the same return in the long run. It's the same with your nutrition. If you're putting in small efforts, nutrition and fitness, if you're putting in small efforts such as your mobility, uh, your flexibility, your nutrition, small efforts on a day-to-day basis versus huge efforts later on trying to recover things that may not ever be able to be recovered. Um, right. So it's definitely key to, to, to start now, wherever you are, uh, whatever mm-hmm. age you are, start now so that in a few years from now, uh, you will be better than you are now. Absolutely. And, uh, and there's, a, there's a saying, and I don't know all the, the math behind it. I did it once just to make sure that I wasn't spreading false information here. But the, uh, the idea that if you are 1% better every single day, you are twice as good as you were today, 70 days from now. That's all it takes. Yeah. And there's that compounding effect with the interest. So someone else can go out there and figure that out. But yeah, it, do the actual math it, yourself. Right. It's two, <laughs> a little over two months and you can be yep. twice as good if you're just 1% better than you are every yep. single day. That's it. You don't have to be 10%, 50%, no. just 1% better every day. And all that takes is maybe today you start your reading journey. You read 10 pages mm-hmm. a day. Maybe today you start your nutrition journey. Maybe you drop a couple hundred calories or a couple beers that you normally would drink or whatever it is off of your normal diet. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's yep. all it takes yep. and it will change your life. Yeah. One day at a time. Exactly. Look, look at the short game first because then it plays out in the long term. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. Small and simple efforts. So with exactly. that being said, thanks so much for hopping on here, Andrew. Uh, where can people man. find you at, man? Uh, I got an Instagram, uh, Banky Bass Fishing, YouTube, Banky Bass Fishing, or you can, for all these, you can just search my name too, Andrew, A-N-D-R-E-W-B-E-H-N-K-E, um, Facebook, Andrew Banky, TikTok, Banky Fishing or Banky Bass Fishing. I get confused. They're all very close to the same. And then I do have my Facebook group as well. Looking for more people to jump on over there for some like behind the scenes look, more fitness talk. I'm a firefighter paramedic as well, so I kind of dive into that a little bit and how all of this comes full circle, um, and just kind of some behind the scenes of my life. That's uh, Team Banky Fishing on Facebook. Sweet, awesome. Uh, we're gonna put all those links down below, guys, so you guys can check it out and uh, talk to Andrew if you're interested in his his honey holes. Um, he'll definitely tell them all to you. He'll drop you the coordinates. No, I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Don't be that guy. Send wave don't be, send wave yeah, don't, don't, don't be that guy. Uh, <laughs> um, but, uh, reach out to Andrew. If you do need any, any help with maybe you're getting into to angling, maybe you're a young kid, or maybe you're an adult that you you see your kids wanting to get into it. Andrew would be more than happy to talk to you about that. Uh, what Absolutely. his journey was. And then of course, anything nutrition related, feel free to reach out to me, Andrew. Anyone that has been on this podcast uh, this week here for the First Form Outdoors crew, and I'm going to leave the link down below as well so that you can get into the First Form Outdoors community on Facebook. If you don't have a Facebook, which is very common nowadays, which I appreciate, mm-hmm. um, I would say, and this is going to be me playing the devil's advocate, it's worth getting a Facebook just to be in the First Form Outdoors group. Now, you don't yes. have to go in and post anything on any of your other parts of Facebook. You don't have to tell anyone you have a Facebook. Um, I would just say get one to get into the First Form Outdoors community because you're going to find people and tools in there that you won't be able to find outside of that Facebook group. So exactly. highly recommend a bunch of like-minded that. individuals. Mm-hmm. 
exactly. hundred yeah. percent. Well, thanks again, Andrew, for hopping on here, taking some time out of your day and, uh, and off the water to, to talk to us a little bit here about first form and, and, uh, why you choose first form outdoors. And with that being said, guys, like I always say, get out, live your life and love it.